Now's the time not to doze off. Now's the time not to draw. Now's the time not to play on your phone. Uh, it's the time to get something to help you next week that you'll be a better creature in Jesus Christ. Amen. So let's pray. Father, we thank you once again for your love, your mercy, and your grace. And thank you for these people. Thank you, Lord, for those that's serving in the nursery, those that's in the IK sanctuary serving. Uh, God, all of our ushers and others that's serving. But God, we thank you for these people that's here. Now, Father, right now, uh, we just speak your blessings will flow this morning in hearts and lives that, God, that the hearers will hear and the hearts will be open to receive what you want them to receive. And God, they'll apply your word this morning to their lives and then they'll never be the same again. So, Father God, God, we rely on you this morning. I ask you to speak through my vocal cords, think through my mind. It's all of you this morning and none of me that lives will be touched. In Jesus' name we pray. And all of God's people say it. Amen. Amen. You got your word or your phone or whatever you got the word in and you'd like to hold it up. Let's confess this word this morning. Father God, I hold your word. I read your word. Walk by it. Act by it. Talk by it. The world around me sees the word in me. Cause the word in me, the world around me, will become changed. The word tells me how to be saved, healed, feel, and blessed. I am what it says I am. I'm highly favored. This is my best year yet in Jesus' name. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I know some of you have probably been excited about what we're going to talk about today, and some of you might not have been so excited about that. Amen. But uh, today we talked about, God gave us a message several uh, a while back, a few days back, and uh, just rehearsing in our spirit. We want to talk this morning that today, today is Money Sunday. Amen. Money Sunday. And I know, you know somebody thought, oh, Lord, the preacher's going to try to tell some sad stories and get money out of it. No, I'm not going to do that. Amen. I'm not going to do that. Amen. And we're going to do something this morning. I don't know where our church administrator went, what our uh, usher will get with him. But we're going to do something this morning that every church don't do. Amen. And uh, so we're going to do that in just a moment. But turn with us to Hebrews chapter 7. Go with me to Hebrews chapter 7 this morning. And I want us to look at, look at, look at one, one verse, Hebrews 7, uh, as we talk some things. And, and I want to, we just want to share today as the Lord has, has led us, uh, this morning to do this. So I want you to follow along and, and get something this morning. You there? Say amen. King James says this. Barely, barely. You there, seven five, and verily they are the sons of Levi, who received the office of the priesthood, have a commandment to take tithes of the people according to the law, that is, of their brethren, though they come out of the loins of Abraham. Now we are from Abraham, Amen. Children of Abraham. All right, now I want you to look at this and a couple of other versions as we get into this this morning and, and get into this. Look at this in the NLT translation. How now the law of Moses required that the priests who are descendants of Levi must collect a tenth from the rest of the people of Israel who are also descendants of Abraham must collect a tenth 
from the rest of the people of Israel who are descendants again of Abraham, and we are descendants of Abraham. So what, you know, what the writer's basically laying down, and we can go back in the Old Testament, but what he's laying in the New Testament, we see a lot of people talk about tithes and offering about giving, and you know, there's a lot of people, people talk about a lot of people on, on the TV, preachers on the TV in a lot of churches, they try to trick you and try to, uh, get money from you and all of that, and I tell you here, it's not what I'm trying to get from you, it's what I'm trying to get to you, amen? Because I'm trying to get the blessings of God on you. And when you give out of the heart, God will bless you back. Amen. And then I want to look at the translation, uh, contemporary English version translation. And it's good sometimes to look at different translations. And some people, uh, and don't want to make you mad this morning, but some people just stick with the King James. But I want to tell you, King James is the translation. God didn't write it in King James Version, okay? Uh, some people think that, but he didn't. Amen. The law teaches that even Abraham's descendants must give a what? <coughs> Excuse me. Tenth of what they possess and they are to give this to their own relatives who are, again, we see it again, the descendants of Levi and are priests. So we see the law's been laid down here that they give 10% uh, in tithes back to the priest, back to the house of God that we see this and we see this course in, in Malachi, uh, chapter three of Malachi. And so if you want to say, well, we're no longer under the Old Testament, we, we're under the blessings of the, of the Old Testament, but we're not under the curse because Jesus come and took the curse for us. Amen. And so, but we under the, we under the blessings. Amen. And you say, well, that's in the Old Testament, the tithes. It is, but we see it's in the New Testament as well too. Amen. That we should be giving a tenth of what we have to the kingdom of God. Now, now flip back with us to Luke six, and we're going to look at some scripture here that's uh, that's pretty potent that we're familiar with. Some of it we, you know, you know, there's some people that take some of the Bible and they leave some and they take some. Hey man, look over at somebody and say, "He, I know he's not talking about you." Look at the other person on the side of you and say, "Or is he?" And these are some of the scriptures that people do this too right here. So let's, let's look at this and let's, one key verse we want to look at, but let's start at 35 and go through 38 here in these verses. He says, but ye love your enemies. Swallow that. Amen. And do good. Lend. Hoping for nothing again. Might want to try to swallow that one. Amen. And your reward shall be great. You shall be the children of the highest, of the most high God. For he is kind unto the, to the unthankful and unto the evil. Now I want you to look at this now. It says, he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. Do you know we're supposed to be just like Jesus? He was unkind. He was kind to the unthankful and he was kind to the evil. See, that's, see, you can't, <laughs> you can't do that in your normal self. See, you know who you are. See, you know who I am. I can't do that. I can't do that. It's hard for my nature to want to be nice for somebody that has blessed me out or done me wrong. Yourself wants to bless them out and do them wrong. See, you can't, that's why the Bible says that when you come to Jesus, you are now a new Creature in Christ Jesus. 
So it's Jesus loving through you. It's Jesus. See, you got to, you got to nail up yourself. Amen. And let Jesus flow through you. So we got to be, be kind to the unthankful and be kind to the evil. 36. Be ye therefore merciful as your father also was merciful. Now, Pastor Betty has to tell me sometimes. Be merciful to those people. You know, don't be so straightforward. I said, well, that is the truth. And they need to be set free. And the Bible says the truth will set you free. You know, I quote all the scriptures back to her. And she says, yeah, but be merciful to them. You know, sometimes we got to be merciful, you know. And see, you got see, sometimes we don't want to be merciful. You know, and you've heard me say it before. You just, you just think you got to give them, a, give them a piece of your mind. Well, if some people don't have a lot of pieces, you need to save all the pieces of your mind. You can, amen. <laughs> so, you know, just be, just be, just be merciful. Just be merciful. Just be merciful. Thirty-seven. Judge not, and you shall not be judged. See, we talked about this Wednesday night, didn't we? Amen. See, people talk about. You know, the Bible says don't judge. No, the Bible didn't say not judge. The Bible says if you judge, you're going to be judged. That's what the Bible said. And then he goes and says, condemn. You had to get the tape. Amen. Condemn not and you shall not be condemned. Forgive and you shall be forgiven. Okay. Now that's some, that's some pretty tough stuff. Amen. Now see, a lot of times we don't want to think about that part. We just want to. But we want verse 38. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure. Pressed down. Shaken together. Running over shall men give unto your bosom. For with the same measure that you meet with hell. It shall be measured to you again. Now. See all of these go together. All 35, 36. And you could read some stuff up back up before 35. But all these go together. And see, once you start, <laughs> once you start doing 35, 36, and 37, 38 will be easier. Until you do 35, 36, 37, 38, that church just wants my money. Them people's just out of my money. They just want my money. That's all, that's money this, that's money that. See, you, you ain't got 35, 36, 37 yet. But when you get them, you can give and it shall be given unto you. Amen. My, my usher is going to pass you out something here, wherever they're at. They're going to pass you out something here in, 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 in just a minute. But I want you to get this here. You know, just like they are physical laws, they are spiritual laws. Just like they are physical laws, they are spiritual laws. And so we have to abide by those spiritual laws. We have to abide by those physical laws. You know, if the speed limit says it's 55 and you go 75, chances are you're going to get a... That's just a law. Well, there are physical laws, that, so there are spiritual laws. Now, <clears throat> many Christians, many Christians gets, uh, gets a heart of frustration... Because they don't understand spiritual laws. They don't understand why God won't do something for them. Why he won't, why he won't end their pitiful situation. 
Why he won't just come in and, and be Superman to them? Well, why? Because there are laws you've got to learn and there's laws you've got to obey. And we're going to talk about those. There's the laws you've got to learn and there's laws you've got to obey. Now, for instance, let's look at, let's look at the law of gravity. You guys go ahead. And we're going to do something today that churches don't, most churches don't do. We're going to give you money. And when you get it, you're going to say, is that it? Well, it's important, okay? Go ahead, guys. Be sure everybody gets one. It's not a $100 bill, but be sure everybody gets one. Yeah, see, I expect some of you just woke back up then, didn't it? But right quick, we gotta get, we gotta get in. The law of gravity, look at the law of gravity. See, the law of gravity is a law. That is, that is a, that is a natural law that God put into place, the law of gravity. Now, if this person, if this person's up on a 10 story, 20 story, it don't matter if he's a five story building. And he's up there and he says, God, if you're really God, if you're really God, I'm gonna jump off and I'm not gonna die. Now, we know first of all, that's crazy, right? Because there's a law that's called gravity. That gravity, the law of gravity pulls you down. It pulls weight, it pulls down. It's the law of gravity. You going down. Weight's going down as far as it can go down. Now, if God intervened in that law, if God intervened in that law of the gravity and, 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 and for a second, just for a split second, that just before that person hit, they just sat down on the ground. If God, if God did that a split second, define that law of gravity for the whole world at the same time, there would be train wrecks and everything because gravity, everything would be gone. You understand what I'm saying? So, therefore, there are some laws that, 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 that we can't change. So, as we think about the law of gravity, the natural law, there are spiritual laws that we've got to We've got to honor, and God honors all the laws in His Word and all the natural laws that was created, uh, that in the natural laws of gravity thing. He, He, He can't change those things. He loves and He wants to answer all of our prayers. How many knows that? But He will not violate His laws to do that. You gotta remember that. He wants to answer prayer, but He will not violate His laws to do that. Now, has everybody got a dime? Well, you get one in a minute. You sure everybody gets a dime? Everybody got one. That's ten cent. The scripture we read a while ago, a tenth. Tenth. Ten cent. I want you to hold on that. A tenth. I want you to hold on. It's a tenth. So, just as those laws, God cannot go against his laws. There's the law. Put that verse 38 back up there. Given it shall be given unto you. There's a law of sowing and reaping in the physical world. The farmer. The farmer must sow to what? Reap. The farmer cannot get upset at God when he has prayed for a harvest he cannot get upset at God when he prayed for a harvest that he didn't get a harvest to a plant that in that seed he never planted. He can't get upset. Because there are laws of sowing and reaping. See, that's why many Christians sometimes, they don't cooperate with God's law. They don't cooperate with God's law of prosperity, of healing, 
of success, of joy. And they can't understand why they're not reaping positive benefits. See, I'm going to look at somebody and say, he's he fitting to help me where I'm living at. We can't, you, you got to sow and reap. You, you got to sow and you got to reap. And I want to take a quick journey this morning for a few minutes. I want to get very personal with you because I want to prove to you this morning that these verses work. That these verses work about sowing and reaping. Some 40 years ago, me and Pastor Betty was in the church over there. This building was not here. And we began to serve the Lord. And uh, I got her saved. I got her saved, but let me say this. And I jotted this note up because I want you to get this. We didn't or don't today give 10% plus to the church and the ministers and the people because of a denomination, because of what a church taught us. denomination or church or anything that way or by or by church or by or by man but we do because we're led by the spirit of God in our lives and this is the greatest thing about it it became a way of life became a way of life and many ask us how did we get in ministry? When did we, when did we get in ministry? We just started visiting people and telling people about Jesus and hauling them to the church in a truck. Just loving people, ministering to people. And we started ministering to people and got married, kept ministering to people. And you know, then it was a 14 by 56, wasn't it? 14 by 56, we got us a brand new trailer. Well, I, I finished, she was in college and I finished her to get a, get a college education. I took, finished seeing that she got a college education. <laughs> and, uh, I was working at Van Heusen. Phyllis Van Heusen Ozark. She got her education and then she comes and works at Phyllis Van Heusen Ozark and I thought, there's something about this not right. I'm working. She's working the same place. Me, 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 me working. And she, we spend all that money for education. And I ain't got no education. Like, I ain't got no college education. And, but little we know in six years or so, seven years, it paid off. And it's paid off many times since then. But we give. We just give. Not denomination, not no church, no pressure by no preacher or, or, or religion or anything. But it was a heart issue. Amen. As we gave. And we give him to give and give. It was a heart issue. And to God be the glory, we give over 20% today. But And I'm not saying anything today for an ego or make us, but I want, to, I want to get a point across to you today of sowing and reaping. 10%. Some people tell me, I can't afford to give 10%. I want to tell you, you cannot afford not to give 10%. Amen. What do you say, Pastor Peter? Priority. 
It's a priority. But we had a truck. And I guess after we've been married about two years. I'm just going to share some things. Pastor B, you can join in there. But we, uh, we bought a Buick Regal. Green. Buick Regal. And we had it for a little while. And the water pump went out on it. Got this guy to fix it. Fixed the car. He was a mechanic. He was preaching in, I think. What are you preaching? I ain't going to call no names. I love him today. I text him every Monday morning. I text him because we've been good. But he fixed my car. If you remember, it was 84, 85. Y'all thought it was cold this past Christmas. I don't know if you remember that. It was 84, 85, 86, somewhere on there. It got down to like 10, 8 degrees. We went out, we went out that, that one of the mornings of that after that cold and checked that car. Well, and it wouldn't turn over. Didn't make sense. And the radiator cap was sort of pumped up and unscrewed it and there was ice in the radiator. The guy did not put antifreeze back in the car. And we didn't check it. You know, a mechanic, fix your car. Shoot, put antifreeze back in it. But I stayed saved. I stayed saved. I was so saved that, that we was fanatics for Jesus. We went and got some anointing oil. And don't make no sense. We went and got some anointing oil. You remember that, Pastor Betty? Poured over the motor. Prayed in the Holy Ghost. And I do not know why we did this. Day. We went and got a quilt. Blankets. Put all over that motor. Shut the hood. I, it, I don't know. It was four or five days before it warmed back up. Just pray, believe, release my faith to God. Probably close to six, seven days later. We go out. Crank that car, and everybody said, "You might well call a tow truck and take that car to the sh- take that car to the shop, or take it to the junkyard." Block busting. I say, Jesus, Jesus got this thing. Crank that car up about four or five days later. Drove, drove, drove. Yes. That was God. That was God. Ten percent. Ten percent. Later on, we moved to Sampson. And uh, I have a first child come along, Brandon. And uh, we was in the ministry there, youth pastoring and doing and going and a lot at night with the youth. And, and you know, when you have youth, they, you know, if you live in town like we did there, close to church, they all just want to come over all the time. Just eat your food and 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 just you know and, and you know but but we was we was pouring into them it was it was good I think sometimes I look back and say why did we do all that but no I know why we did it because we loved them and you know they would stay up late and I say you know we, you know, we, we got to go to work 
And at that time, I drove all the way. We driving all the way. Had the baby, and and uh, we're dropping him off at five fifteen in the morning. We were leaving Samson Five. They're driving all the way back to Ozark, and 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 it was it was rough. It was rough times, and 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 trying to stay awake to drive. You know, I forgot about it. Remember the time we remember that when you get to when you we had to go back through Enterprise, and when you get to Enterprise, just before you get to the main street, you can take a back street. There's a red light right there. And right when you turn, there's a red light. And right up there, there's another one. Well, at this red light, I stopped. Man, I was tired of having I, I stopped. Red light changed. Get the other one. I stopped at it. It was red light. I did it. And it turned. And you could almost see the other. And before we got to the other, I went to sleep. And there's this lady. This is in, this is, I don't know, 86, 87. This lady had, some of y'all, and I know some of y'all don't know what, what I want to say this kind of it, but it was a station wagon. Well, she, she had the green light. I had the red light, but I didn't know what color it was because I had fell off sleep. But she'd come out and I just caught the corner of her bumper. And you know, those bumpers then, they'll let you know you hit something. You know? But I caught the corner, corner of that bumper with just the corner of our vehicle. And it slung me around and, of course, nobody got hurt, you know, and the cop comes out there and, and he says, uh, sir, do you want to explain what happened? I said, I will, but you're not going to believe it. He said, okay. I said, I fell asleep. He said, there's a red light, right? Did you stop at that red light? I said, yes, sir. I said, I stopped at that red light, and I stopped at the red light out there when you turned. And he said, you mean to tell me you, you went to sleep between that red light and this light? I said, yes, sir, I went to sleep. I'll just be honest. And, I, he, you know, of course, you know, the insurance took care of the thing, but I didn't get no ticket. The guy, he just come, he just said, he said, you went to sleep from that red light to that red light. I said, yes. I said, you know, I said, I told him we were driving and everything, but 10%. And it was so, it, it, it got to be so bad that, and we got to speed it. It got to be so bad that, uh, that, that, that I said, hey, you know, we, we're going to make this. The child, I said, you know, uh, you know, he, he needs to get some sleep. We get him up at five o'clock in the morning. It's 10, 11 o'clock. We go to bed. And, and so I said, Hey, we're going by faith. You stay at home. And she stayed at home and I would, I would go to work for a while there. And she was trying to do a lot of the ministry stuff too. And, and, and I'm going to tell you, those are some hard times. I'm going to tell you, we, we live, we literally would live from penny to penny. But I'm going to tell you, the first thing we done every Friday, I got that check. 10%. 10% was going to God. 10% was going to God. And I'm going to tell you, there was a lot, there was a lot of mornings. There was a lot of mornings. Of course, I, I, you know, we, we, we'd always, I'd always bless the food the night before because I had to have some of that left over where I get to have me some lunch. And I want to tell you, you know, I'm, you know, y'all kid me about being a Jew. I'm not a Jew, but I don't eat pork. And if you want to eat pork, all you need all the hog you want to, that's fine. But I'm going to tell you, I ate me some ham sandwiches back then. Because that's about all we had was some ham sandwiches. But in the mornings, it was a great thing in the morning if I could, or at night if I could find me a quarter somewhere. Because I'd, I'd find me a quarter. I could find me a quarter. And back then at, the, at, at Phyllis Van Heusen in the, uh, in the uh, break uh, room there, you could get them pack of crackers for 25 cents. And that would be my break with water. And if I found another 25 cent and a dime, which is very seldom, because I, 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 I said, I might need that quarter tomorrow for my crackers. But sometimes I'd take a 35 cent 
And you, and, and you that worked at Philip Van Hughes, you remember you get that, the cup would come down in the ice in the, in the Coke. You remember those? That's how they got the drink. And sometimes the devil would just get the best of them. Because sometimes you get the cup. You wouldn't get nothing or you get the ice and you didn't get nothing. But if I got that cup, I said, bless God, I'll go get me a cup of water with it. But all those times, I just kept giving. It was tough. But I kept giving, kept giving. And you know, there'd be times I'd come in that after in the afternoons. Pastor Betty, she'd just come to the door, and she'd just cry, and she'd say, "Look at all this food. Somebody went to the grocery store today and said when they was buying groceries, get two of everything and drop off." That didn't happen one time. Many times. Time after time after time. Ten percent. We was going to give that. And there was a lot of times at church on Sunday night, people would come up and the pastor just wanted to give you this and they'd give me $20. And didn't know that was my gas that week. Get to get to work. It was gas that week. And one of my heroes of faith during those five years there, was a deacon called Fair Mock. He was an older man. But he knew. He knew he was, it was tough. But he knew he was faithful. He knew he was faithful. Many, many Sundays, he said, come on preacher, y'all go in the house and eat with us. Many Sunday nights, he said, hey, Come on, stop at the house. Well, back then, it was the big little in Samson. Always had fried chicken and tater locks. I don't eat fried chicken today, but bless God, I eat my shirt in. Because if we was going to his house, unless his wife, Sister Mary, got up and cooked, me and him, they was going on to the house, and me and him was going to big little, we're getting chicken and tater locks. And Sunday night as well. But we kept pressing, and we kept giving, and we kept giving, and we kept giving. And God kept showing up. God kept favoring us, and He kept favoring, and He kept favoring. We kept on, and we kept pushing, and we kept pushing. And God kept providing. Kept providing. Always ask us. And then we was working during that time. We was still at Van Heusen and, and, and those art before. After a couple of years, we was transferred, got a blessing, transferred to uh, uh, to the Geneva plan, and we was over the spreaders, and 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 the job was sort of less res, uh, relaxing and could focus on ministry more. But before then, it got so tough. We had bought this car, not the not the Regal. This was another Sunbird Pontiac Sunbird Sunbird Pontiac. For only only new car we ever had, other than what we was blessed with the church or whatever, but but uh, it was tough, and we got behind about three payments behind on the car, and they called me to the office one day I was working, walked in, and the reception said there's a guy in the room right there going there wants to see you. I don't remember his name, but he told me he says I'm with Jim A. C. Financing. 
He said, you have a uh, Sunbird Pontiac car. I said, well, I'm driving it, but you own it. He said, uh, he said well, sir, you behind on the payments, and I come to re- re- take the car. I didn't start crying or boo-hoo, and I said, yes, sir. I said, uh, here's the keys. I said, uh, I'm doing the best I can. I said, we got a child. I said, we're working. We're, we're, as you can tell, we don't make the whole payment. We send him what we can. I said, but we're going to get it caught up. I said, but I understand your situation. Here's the key. You're welcome to take it. He said, so I don't need your key. I have one. I said, well, I figured that. He said, but I just want to let you know. I said, okay. So I went back. And every day at lunch, I used to go sit in the car and listen to, some of you remember, some of you never heard of this guy, R.W. Shambach. Tent meeting. He raised the dead. I listened. He'd come on the radio every day at lunch. I'd go out and listen to him. And he had one saying, and I picked it up. He'd say, all you need is faith in God. I'm walking back back to my job. I said, all you need is faith in God. I said, God, I got the faith. That was that morning. And just before lunch, Van Heusen at the back door, there was a little hole you could look out. Just before I was supposed to go to lunch, I said, well, all you need is faith in God. I said, I got the faith. Let me go see if that car's still out there. I went and looked. It was still sitting there. Never repoed it. Ten percent. We just kept sowing seed, sowing seed, sowing seed. So you can't be moved by pressure. Was 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 we in the wrong for letting the car get behind? Yeah, but we was doing our best, and God knows when you're doing your best. God knows. There's a lot of times we was asked to go out to eat after church, and we didn't go. A lot of times. We go, we go get the necessities. Go get the necessities at the store. But I want to tell you, church, I want to report to you today. If you'll be faithful, God will bless you. We moved there and moved to Greenville and Pastor Betty's education finally clicked in. <laughs> Jesus. But she was driving to Montgomery from Greenville to Montgomery every morning. She was driving to work. That time we had another child, Starla. So I had an insurance route and I had to be at the office a certain time. Of course, she had to leave early. So she would leave going to Montgomery and I'd buckle the kids in, take them to daycare and I'd go to work and she'd get in the afternoon and pick them up and God began to uh, bless. But even through all that, we still. That's the first thing that come out of the out of the out of the check, ten percent. Ain't getting better. And then I told Pastor Starla, I said, I said, Pastor Betty, I said, uh, let's move that up to eleven percent. Every year, we just keep moving it up. Now, you know, we all the way up in the twenty something percent sometimes, and you know, and we go do our taxes and. The lady sits there and she really looks at us and say, how do y'all live? How do you live? But God, all you need is faith in God. 
All you need is faith in God. And see, do that and now, man, God's blessed us and now we're able to buy people's lunch. Go through the drive-thru. Man, I love going through the drive-thru and I don't say, how much that person back there is? Food? No. I say, hey, put that on mine. And the lady, most time the lady say, you know them? I said, no. But you want to pay for their food? Yeah. And always, even when we don't take nobody out to feed them and I go to a restaurant, I say, Holy Spirit, show me somebody I can buy in here today. Because see, I know. I never forget. It's been a while back. We was at uh, one of the Mexican restaurants in, in, in and I always tell the waitress, don't tell them, don't know. I don't want them to know. But there was a young couple sitting over and they had a little baby. Most people would have looked over him. The guy looked probably like, you know, some people, you know, we judge people sometimes. I mean, I mean, excuse me. There's people out there judge people sometimes. Excuse me, sorry. Whew. Like the blue that one, didn't it? But people looked at him, say he's a drug addict, whatever. But the Lord said, Look, go back over there. You bless those people tonight. And so we ended up talking longer, and those people got to leave before we did. I always like to get out before they did, but they left before we did. And, and uh, the guy come over to me. He said, I made that lady tell me who paid for my meal. I said, sir, you just be blessed. And he just wanted to thank me. I know why he wanted to thank me. Because he probably didn't have a lot of money. But he took his wife and little baby out that night. But just to give. But why are we able to be blessed where we're at today? Because we give in the hard times. Because all you need is faith in God. And so when somebody tells me, preacher, I just, I, I can't afford to give. You can't afford not to give. Because you're never going to leave from the situation you're in till you start exercising your faith. Giving in faith. So a lot of times I see a quarter, I think about Van Hughes and a pack of crackers. 35 cent. And then I, it, you know, them drink machines made me pray more because I said, God, let the cup come, the ice, and the coke. <laughs> pray more. I'm telling you. Let's go back and look at this verse in the message. Go back. Let's back up and look at this verse in the message. Oh, you see here now. It says, I tell you, love your enemies. Help and give without expecting. Wow. They return. You'll never, I promise, regret it. We don't regret neither bit of it. None of it. None of it. You'll never, I promise, regret it. Live out this God-created identity. See, you have something in you, but you got to live it out. So you got to live from within out. Quit trying to live without and in. Live from without, within, out. The way our Father lives toward us. Your Father, Heavenly Father, is all about helping you, we should be all about helping others. Generous, generously, graciously, even when we're at our worst. 
See, if you got $50 in your billfold, you don't think about pulling a dollar out to give anybody. Let there be $10 in there and you feel like you need to give that $10 away. You can think of all the things you got to have that $10 for. You know what I'm talking about. 36. Our Father is kind, so you be kind. 37. Don't pick on people. Mm, That's what you do when you jump on their failures. You criticize their faults. Unless, of course, you want the same treatment. That's judge lest you be judged. Don't condemn those who are down. That hardness can boomerang back to you. Mm. Be easy on people. Some of you might want to look at your mates. You sit inside and say, did you get that? (laughs) Betty, did you get that? (laughs) Be easy on people. You'll find life a lot easier. Find life a lot easier. In 38, give away your life. That's what you're supposed to do as a Christian. That's what Jesus did. Give away his life. And you'll find life giving back. But don't merely, but not merely giving back Given back with and blessings. Giving, not getting is the way. I want you to get that. Giving, not getting is the way. Generosity gets generosity. So, Money Sunday. Remember this. When you make it a priority to operate according to God's spiritual laws, then you will enjoy the blessing God wants you to have. You don't get nothing else this morning. You get that. When you make it a priority to operate according to God's spiritual laws, you will enjoy the blessing God wants you to have. See, you know why some of you are in the shape you in? Because... You ain't got, you, you can't enjoy the blessings God wants you to have because you ain't, you ain't in line for them. You, you in the getting line. Get in the giving line. Get out of the getting line and give in the get, getting, giving line. Get in the receiving line. Catch this. Get in the receiving line by being in the giving line. Get in the receiving line by being in the giving line. Giving. 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 And as one of our musicians come, we want, we want to, maybe here this morning, and you want to make a commitment to the Lord. Not just coming down, let people see you, but you mean from your heart. And if you're here this morning and you have a business, we just, you just want to come up here. We'll make room for you if you're all in aisles or wherever. But we just want to pray over you. And, and really, it's just you coming forward and saying, God, I'm trusting you this year with my business. I'm trusting you this year with my finances. Will you have a business or your personal finances? You need to give it to the Lord this morning. And when you do that and begin to seek God and His wisdom and His guidance, and, and I'm going to tell you, the first thing you need to start doing is sowing and giving to others. 
and you start sowing and giving to others, God's going to bless you. He's going to bless you. But get in the giving line, then you'll be in the receiving line. So if you have a business today, just simply come and stand. We're not going to push you down, spit on you, blow on your neck. We just want to pray for you. If you have a business or personal business, you want to, you want to go forward this year. See, God wants you to prosper. He wants you to have that you can bless others. He wants you to have, see, it's all about you having to bless others. It's not hoarding it up, but it's about blessing others. Just come and we have to make two lines or three lines. Just, you're just walking down to God. You're not walking to me. You're walking to God. God, I give you this business. I give you this business. I give you my home finances. I give it to you today, God. I give it to you. 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 Now, when you leave today and people say, what y'all, what the preacher preach about today? Money Sunday. <laughs> but get this. It's about, it's about giving. It's about 10%. And you know, we, we didn't even get in it, but you know, in the Old Testament, they give to the order of Melchizedek, and they wouldn't even know law about it then. There wouldn't even know law about giving. You give it out of the heart because that was the thing to do. So you give out of the heart. So right where you stand, as you grasp your business partner, your mate's hand or whatever, just begin to talk to the Lord right now. So, Lord, I come today. I'm doing my part. Through the good, the bad, the sweet, the sour, whatever. I'm sowing my 10%. I'm giving my tithes and offering. I'm committing this morning. On January the 29th, 2023, I'm committing my 10%. I'm going to be open to you as I give 10% and above who I need to sow into, who I need to help, who I need to minister to. God, I'm going to be faithful with my, my personal finances, my business finances. I'm committed to you today. I'm surrendering to you today, this year. This is going to be the best year yet. No matter what it looks like, no matter what attacks I've already had in the past 28 days. This is my best year. Because God, I'm going to be faithful. Because all I need is faith in God. Because if I do my part, your laws and your word is bound by your word, God. Your word, God, will not return void. As I be faithful to help minister to people. Give. I'm committing today. And now, Lord... There's people here today that you will show them this year to pour into people, to minister to people. And those people's lives, some of those people's lives will forever be changed. Their life will be changed. And then because of that, those people will go to pour into people and their lives will be changed and other lives will be changed. But God, when these people that stand before me get to heaven... They will not only receive a reward of helping that individual, but the one they help, and the one they help, and the one they help, and the one they help. Oh, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Now, God, I release your blessings, your favor, your grace, your protection on their material things. 
their health, their families, every area, every piece of equipment, everything of the house, everything, God, that in the name of Jesus, your blessings, your favor on it this year, as they obey the laws of your book, they will reap. As they sow to the laws of your book, they will reap. Father, we speak this blessing on these people today as they commit it to you. We release our most holy faith as they obey your word. Greater things are coming to their household. Greater things you're going to do in their household. Greater things you're going to do in their businesses. God, that they remember every day, every day this year, no matter what looks like it's tearing up, no matter what comes apart, no matter what it looks like, we know we're not looking at what we see. We stand on your word. We've been faithful in our tithes and offering. And you're going to be bound by your word. God, you're going to bless them. Not that they hoard, but they bless to bless others. And then you will bless them even more. They will even bless more. God, we speak this today. And we declare and we decree it today. In the mighty name of Jesus. And would you say, I receive. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Ah, I'm telling you. It's going to blow some of his mind. Amen. Better be ready. It all starts right there. Just to die. Timber sin. Timber sin. Timber sin. Timber sin. Timber sin. Give. I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you this year. You may have to start out with a five dollar. But build it up. Keep at least five dollars extra in your billfold. Hear it in the back compartment. That your wife maybe not know where it's at or your mate don't know where it's at. Be open to God. Because I'm going to tell you. Bless somebody with it. And I'm going to tell you when you do. It'll come back to you. It'll come back to you. Many times I've done it. and Not expecting it. Double that come back. You can't outgive God. You can't outgive God. Be open to God. Amen. We love you this morning. Best yet to come, guys. I'm telling you. Best is yet to come. God bless you. Best yet to come, man, sister. Babies and all, everything. Best yet to come. Come on, who got the announcement? Some of you ready to go eat that pot roast? Some of you ready to go eat that hog? <laughs> Nothing wrong with eating hog. That's up to you. All right. Join us tonight at 5.30 for our annual business meeting. We encourage all of our members to attend this meeting, but we also invite everyone who supports Calvary Church to, to attend as well.